Well, John, did you uh, did you ever glance at the uh, the most recent giveaway I did in DDB? The wrestling mask one. Well, I mean, yeah, I like how you try to drag that out and play innocent. I know you're kind of new to actually doing work and doing a giveaway, but you said who won and you didn't say what the name was. Like it would have been better because then I had to try to scroll up and figure out what they called me. And it would have been better just to have them like this person won, Joe Schmo won with this name. See, that's where we think differently because, you know, I, 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 I was drag ass on it. It took me a while, just the living busy. So I felt bad. So I decided to pick three winners. And then also, because there were so many good entries, that's why I didn't put down what their entry was. So simply people would scroll through all 186 comments just to get some ideas of some jokes here. There were very good ones. Some of them were just mean. Some of them <laughs> were lame. You know, Some of them <laughs> needed to try a little bit harder. People can't see you on video like I can right now. You definitely agree there were some lame ass ones in there i mean people's level of humor varies but of the three that i picked were the best i, I decided that there was one that said darth tater that was honestly it, it was the first one that made a lot of people laugh so i had to give credit where credit was due the next one power bottom bear <laughs> i didn't even see that <laughs> that was one of the three winners like I mean, literally, it made me laugh harder than anything. No, because Facebook is just a pain in the ass to scroll up sometimes when there's so many comments that I just lost it all. And I was like, all right, I can't find this guy. The last one I picked was Mr. Sensitive. It, It just fit in so many other ways. I don't know. That one That one I thought was kind of lame. It was, but, you know, we have group chats and things, and I, I thought it was funny. Well, no, uh, I mean, I'm not Mr. Sensitive. You're just Mr. Asshole. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. My is John Edwardson with me is Zeke Baker and together we make the dad's drink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day how are you Zeke Baker I'm good I'm good busy with work as ever having kids at home uh much much more than ever is fun I guess we're all supposed to say but <laughs> I, I think it's uh what was there a meme out there that somebody drew on the side of the car like dear Mr. or Mrs. Teacher, my kid is not a joy in class. You lied. Oh, I didn't see that. But so speaking of meme, I'll admit this randomly because, you know, I prefer off the cuff stuff. So I'm in the store today and I see this woman wearing this shirt and I stared at it two or three good times, you know, glances, but whatever. It's like to me, it says best meme ever, but the, there's no meme. man these rednecks out here (laughs) just when you thought working in the country couldn't get any better well then like one of the uh technicians like is ringing her out and she's like oh i love your shirt that's so cute and funny and i'm like what the heck is she talking about and i love to stare at this thing well it turns out meme is capital m little e capital m little e best meme ever like grandma oh 
Don't you feel like the dumbass? Something like is funny or you know whatever, and you feel stupid because you didn't get the joke, and you have to like work to figure it out. That that was it. Oh man. I mean, I'm just glad I got it because you know there is nothing worse than those moments when like folks in the room or you like here in the background get the joke, and you saw it before they did, and you're like, I didn't see nothing funny. What are they talking about? That's kind of like those nicknames people gave for me in the the group. It's like I go past them and I'm like, I don't really get the joke here on some of these. Like, <laughs> you know, I thought there were better ones than Mr. Sensitive. Like Mr. Perfect, maybe, but not Mr. Sensitive. Zeke, before we get started today, I want to let you know today's show is sponsored by Cast Cartel, changing the industry standard in how you receive your alcohol. Right now, we're all kind of staying home. Things might be opening up, but you're you're still getting used to how things are. Go ahead and go to castcartel.com. Have them ship alcohol directly to your door. That's what they're really good at. They are a convenience play. They are really good at letting you sit your ass on the couch and use your phone, figure out what you want, get it shipped right to you, whether or not it's vodka, gin, bourbon, whiskey, rum, Amaro, Mezcal, tequila, they have it. Go ahead and go to cascartel.com. Follow them on Instagram at cascartel. They are always doing good giveaways for their people with everything online allocated whiskey might be a little bit more expensive because everybody has a hand at getting it but just know that when you're going in but your daily drinkers things you really want to get that should be on par with the price that you would pay in the store so www.cascartel.com and at cascartel on instagram so anyway, Zeke, we have a lot to do. We're not going to get a long show tonight. This is going to be kind of a, uh, let's get right down to brass tacks, leave a mint on the pillow, go home. We are going to review Blood Oath Pack 6. This is something that was given to us from the good folks over at Luxrow. So thank you very much for sending this our way. It is a mix of 14-year, 8-year, and 7-year bourbon finished in cognac barrels for an undisclosed amount of time. This is something that Master Blender and Head Distiller John Rempe put together. The Blood Oath line is something that Luxrow says showcases high-end blends that experiment with barrel finishing, unique mash bills, and more. comes in at 98.6 proof. It is 49.3 ABV. You want me to tell you what the price is or wait until we go through the notes? Mm, let's save that for the end. I mean, we've said it before. We say it again. Some folks say we shouldn't factor that in, but we always will. Uh, you got a kid or kids and bills. If you're going to pay a certain amount, it better taste a certain amount of good. Yeah, I won't tell you what it is right now. I will just tell you that there are just 17,000 cases of this. So take that for what it is. If you want to think of how many bottles that is, multiply 17,000 times six. So a little more than BTAC, a little less than something that's going to be on every shelf. Uh, a little more than certain BTACs, let's be honest here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're pumping out that many Eagle Rares. I mean, they're not pumping out 100,000 anything, you know, they're pumping out more 50,000. So probably double BTAC. Anyways, what do you get on the nose on this one, my friend? Well, so prior to that, I just want to ask, is this all bourbons or is it a bourbon rye blend? All Kentucky straight bourbons made with traditional rye mash bills. So maybe that's where you're getting rye before you even say it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to tip my hat, but I like to have an idea before I jump into these things. I know you well enough. I know why you're asking that question. So 
think a traditional bourbon mash bill. That's what I have you for. I don't know these numbers. I just know juice. Nose-wise here, immediately I pick up peanut brittle. And then I went to peanut brittle with, and I had some trouble with what I really wanted to, to get out of this and where I was getting with it. I finally decided to do, to a degree, it seems like a red wine to me. And then also some dark red apples. As I nosed it more, I, I put down, to me, it was, it's like a, a caramel red apple at the county fair. You know, you get on the stick, minus the nuts probably, but it was pale. Yeah, I think the nose for me, and we might be getting the same thing and just expressing it in a different way. I mean, I got a lot of floral with caramel and maybe a hint of leather in there. You do love your leather. Well, no, I, I keep smelling it because I'm trying to figure out, like, now that you say that, I'm like, is he right? You know, when you have those moments, I'm like. We know that answer. <laughs> well, no, I mean, <laughs> jerk. No, I, I still get flowery. You know, I get a, a floralness to it. It's definitely not a, a, a fruit. I mean, the fruit for me comes in on the taste. So I'm not going to jump in there yet. But this is more floral, leather, and caramel for me. See, this is where, you know, this distancing thing's really killing us because if we're, you know, at the house up in the the upper tier, I can be like, all right, let's go out in the yard. You show me which of these damn flowers you think you smell right here, and I want to know what it is. We both know you just have weeds in the backyard, so there is no way that this is a... We don't record at my house, son. (laughs) We both know I just have weeds in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what did you get in the taste here? Um, it really followed a similar theme, I felt like. It seemed like muted peanuts to me. I put down, there's, there's literally just something sitting on top of them. It seems thin at the back. And then after that thinness is gone and you really don't expect anything, there is a, a bit of a subtle rye kick that just kind of comes into it. Yeah, I, I I could see that. I um I said oak, light spice, the same leather from the nose, maybe a little bit of orange in there, a slight tingle on both sides of my mouth. I think that's the rye. You know, it was interesting because normally for a rye, I get the tingle in the front of my mouth. This was distinctively on mm-hmm. the sides of my mouth. Caramel, dark fruit, plum, cherry, grape kind of thing. It wasn't a you know towards the end there, but the finish I just wrote. It doesn't stick around too long. The rye circles back around. And what's the proof was again? It is 98.6 proof. I mean, I feel like where the rye circles back around for that kick, and it's not a hug. It's just a, a light kick. I think that exists almost just to give folks a feel of a true front, middle, back pour. I'm not sure how much synergy is there. You know, as many things as we've had that literally just don't have hardly any finish at all. In fact, this kind of does circle back around and, and, you know, give you one last little slap. I think that's a good accent to it. I can definitely see where you picked up the orange, but to me, it would be in more of the orange rind where you have that that blend of, you know, kind of semi-sweet, the sweetness of the citrus, but that bitter of like you're like, you chew on the rind at all a little bit. That's really kind of where I, I picked up that taste and note from you as, as I'm sitting here comparing some of the other stuff at the end, I didn't really get the same groove, so to speak. I mean, we don't always see eye to eye. No, I'm six foot four. Yeah, you only have me by an inch. As we look at what this is, cognac. We both had it. I used to drink a lot when I was younger. Obviously, I'm a bigger Armagnac fan these days. I don't get a ton of influence here, do you? No, 
Was there a statement for how long it sat in the barrels? No, it did not say how long it sat in the barrels. I mean, maybe a slight amount of fruit. Maybe that fruit comes from the cognac, but I can't imagine. It doesn't have a whole bunch of cognac in here knocking me out with the cognac. Well, no, and I mean, cognac's going to be sweeter than Armagnac unless it's some kind of weird you know, terroir or used barrel that was secondary to something else. I really don't get hardly any influence at all on that. You know, I know we mentioned that cognac really isn't present, but I don't think that hurts the whiskey. I think it's a good amount of sweetness, maybe that, especially the fruit. Maybe that stuff is coming from the cognac, but it's not super overpowering. No, and I I mean, I would honestly expect a cognac with this blend, or with bourbon in general, rather, to, to have more of a sweet pop, uh, much more sugary, much more caramel and vanilla. To me, I just wonder the character of that, you know, elder bourbon in the blend. <laughs> I feel like it's it's either pulling some weight or it didn't spend much time in these barrels or there's just some other factor we're not quite getting here. Not to be all X-Files, but what I would have expected on paper versus proof in the pudding, so to speak, just doesn't uh, quite align for me. So what do you think on this one? Are you buying it? Or are you getting it at a bar? Are you passing all together? What do you think? I mean, without you telling me the price of this one, uh, you know, Blood Oath's been around for a minute. They've been doing releases, I guess, six years now, since this is number six. I'm going to assume this is at least 100 plus, and it, it just it doesn't strike me as a, a, as a 100 plus bottle. And if I had to factor in what the cost would be at a bar and the presumable markup, I don't think it would be my cup of tea either. I am perfectly fine having this at a bar. The reason I say that is I think when it comes to the Luxrow stuff, like I really enjoyed that double-barreled Luxrow that we had last year. Oh, man, I tried to find them for uh, CNS, and, and I missed the boat. But that, that was one of the best pours I had last year. I think Luxrow was putting out great stuff, but that's where I'd like to focus more of my time with them instead of the Blood Oath blend in a cognac finish. and. You know us. I mean, I mean, we just kind of get a little wonky when there's finishing anyway. I think for us, there has to be a very good finish if you're going to finish it. Otherwise, well, that, I just want that double-barreled one. That was one of the things I, I you know, kind of wanted to touch on. I didn't want to drag too much out past the review. Prior to where we are now, I really expected Luxro Picks to be you know, one of, if not maybe the biggest uh, game changer slash, hey, look who's on the market now, picks with everything they had lined up. I mean, the Yellowstone picks are set to roll out. I've had the ones that, uh, you know, Tark picked. Great daily drinker to me really, uh, you know, compete with anything else in that price point and proof. Rebel Yell is supposed to have picks. I feel like there's, what, two others I'm missing? Can you remember? Oh, Ezra picks I think are coming out. I really thought there's one other label they're going to do picks for. I mean, it, it was literally a, a plethora of stuff. I remember, um, you know, our buddy Nate at 5280, I think I think they've already done all of them. So we'll see those when they come out, I'm sure. It just seemed like a, a really good addition to bourbon as far as uh, the various picks, the various proofs, solid price points on all of them. And, you know, I, I'm with you. I, that's where my biggest excitement was for the Luxro brand for this year. They have plenty of stuff that is amazing. This one, I, I would enjoy it at a bar. 
but you're you're a hundred percent right. This was ninety nine ninety nine, right on point with where you thought it would be. And you know, kudos for a consistent price. They do a good box presentation. It looks nice in the bar. I feel like the cognac aspect of it's going to throw people off. Whereas the folks that like some of those red wine finishes, I just feel like this falls more in that that space. Really, I mean, I guess it's a tad sweeter as opposed to being dry, which is definitely the most off-putting thing to me ever in a finish. I still just get that that deep redness, which I know is not the best term, but to me it's just like a red muted aspect that just sits on top of the juice here. I'm with you. Now, Zeke, before we close this out, I think we're in agreement on this, but our friends over at distilleryproducts.com, I don't want you to think about distilleryproducts.com anymore unless you are a distillery, a bourbon group, something big. You need a big order. But you know, just the regular person sitting at home, you want to get a couple of Glen Cairns engraved. You want to get a wee Glen Cairn. You want to get a dram glass. You want to get a stemmed Glen Cairn. You want to get a rocks glass, maybe some bar products for your house. You want a shaker, you want a muddler, you want a filter, whatever it is. Go to premiumbarproducts.com. Zeke, do you need a glass that's engraved besides like a dad's? Do you want one that says like Zeke's bourbon? You know, I was going to go with something that would say, I will cut you. I will cut you? Well, guess what? You could get it on here with five different fonts. So they have all sorts of awesome stuff. I'm really excited that they have the perfect dram. It's like that distiller's glass. And uh, they have some other stuff that came over from England. Of course, they have the neat glass on there. But check them out, premiumbarproducts.com. And I'm excited to be able to get like a jigger, a bar spoon, a shaking tin set, all that kind of stuff. You can get that now on premiumbarproducts.com and also on premiumbarproducts.com you can get like sets so you could do a tulip tasting collection set that has a stemmed glen a regular glen and a wee glen or you could do the regular glen collection which is a, a glen a wee glen and the canadian glen so like they have little sets that you can get together that they didn't have on distilleryproducts.com so Check them out, premiumbarproducts.com. If you need a bigger bulk order, feel free to reach out to me. I'll hook you up with them for that too. But premiumbarproducts.com is the place you want to go now for your smaller order laser etched glass experience. Sweet. Well, uh, we'll definitely have to let uh, Clem and Barfield know. Absolutely. Maybe I could get one that said, Mr. Sensitive. Anyways, go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dad's. Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you so much to Lux Row for sending us a sample of this. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Music City, USA. And yeah, thank you very much, Lux Row. Uh, we want to get up there and do some picks soon. Heck yeah, we do. Cheers. Ciao.